Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's start with some national stories. First of all, in college basketball, ESPN is officially no longer pursuing men's basketball bubble events in Orlando due to ongoing differences between the network and the participating schools regarding the health and safety protocols required for participation. That is from uh, Davis, a writer for The Athletic, who adds that ESPN sought to adhere to CDC and NCAA guidelines, which are more stringent than those many conferences plan to implement this season. ESPN's VP of Events Overby explains that the 90-day testing protocol became the key sticking point, and once they had laid out that there were individual schools who couldn't agree because their conference rules are more open-ended with respect to when you test someone again who has contracted the virus previously. Uh, John Rothstein of CBS reported the network is still trying to salvage the Champions Classic and the Jimmy V Classic, and it sounds like Indianapolis has emerged as the early favorite to host those two events. Also, the Division I Committee on Academics is recommending the suspension of APR penalties for two years due to the pandemic. Schools would not be subject to a loss of postseason competition due to low APRs during this period. The Board of Directors will consider the recommendation uh, today, and if approved, the committee plans to use the time to conduct a comprehensive review of the metric and its impact on teams, especially HBCs, limited resource schools, and other student-athletes in schools that may face unique or especially difficult challenges during the pandemic. The review also would consider the changing landscape of transfers and the future use of standardized test scores for initial eligibility purposes. The committee also approved waiver guidance for student-athletes who will graduate this semester. Those who wish to return for their remaining eligibility may enroll in no fewer than six credit hours per team, meaning that they will not be required to enroll full-time for the 2021 academic year. So still lots of things happening and lots of fallout uh, as it pertains to uh, the uh, COVID-19 pandemic and uh, how it is affecting college athletics. All right, turning to Blue Raider football, Middle Tennessee freshman Jalen Jackson was honored as the Conference USA Special Teams Player of the Week on Monday after helping lead the Blue Raiders to a 40-34 overtime win at Rice. Jackson, who recorded two tackles and a pass breakup on the defensive side of the ball, came around left side to block Rice's go-ahead field goal attempt in the Owls' possession of the second overtime. It was the first block kick for the Blue Raiders this season and the 43rd under the tutelage of Rick Stockstill. Jackson's block allowed Middle Tennessee to win on a score of any kind in the ensuing possession. And, of course, Middle Tennessee quarterback Asher O'Hara scampered into the end zone from 14 yards out for a walk-off style win in Houston. Overall, this was the 80th Conference Player of the Week honor in, uh, under Coach Rick Stockstill. 31 coming in Conference USA, 49 from the Sun Belt, and a total of 25 have been on offense, 32 on defense, and 23 on special teams. Speaking of O'Hara, he was named to the Davey O'Brien National Quarterback Great 8 for Week 8 after leading the Blue Raiders to a road win over Rice. O'Hara joins Ian Book of Notre Dame, Justin Fields of Ohio State, Dylan Gay. Gabriel of UCF, Graham Mertz of Wisconsin, Desmond Ritter of Cincinnati, Zach Thomas of Appalachian State, and Malik Willis of Liberty. That is pretty good company to be keeping. 
All right, that is it for Wednesday. Again, coming up tonight at midnight, the uh, mask mandate for Rutherford County will return. So take care of yourself and be good to each other. Wear your mask. Talk to you again tomorrow.